Moncrief on News Talk. Now, dental work can be extremely expensive, but even by today's prices, £18,000 for a set of dentures is excessive, especially as they are second-hand. But the previous owner was Winston Churchill, and they're reputed to be the teeth he was wearing when he made some of his most famous speeches. Nile Fry works for the Cotswolds Auction Company, who just sold them. Afternoon, Nile. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, so could you start by describing uh, this set of teeth? I can indeed. So they're rather specialist items as they go. So they're made of 14 karat gold, we believe, and they are a part denture. So they were made to fit on the top of his mouth. Um, They were formed on a curved plate, which was, as I say, shaped his mouth. And and why gold, Niall? I assume the the actual teeth uh, pieces weren't made of gold. No, no. Um, Well, gold's quite a hard wearing material. Um, So the teeth themselves are actually made of porcelain. Right, okay. And there, there was four of them, and then a little gap, which were where his other teeth were, his real teeth, and then a further two. Right. So six porcelain teeth in total. Uh, okay. And, and they were specially designed for him uh, by this chap, Wilfred Smith. Uh, and uh, uh, was he like Churchill's personal dentist? Well, he, he was one of them, so he certainly had a part to play, but they were actually designed by a, a chap called Derek Cudlip, who was indeed his personal dentist. A very important man to Churchill to the point where when he was called up to the war, Mr. Cudlip, his papers were actually ripped up by Churchill so that he didn't have to go to war. God. Okay. So obviously, uh, uh, yeah, Churchill uh, um, really treasured his his dentures. He really did. Now, were these Churchill's good dentures? Because I understand he had more than one set. Yes, we believe there's sort of at least three or four that were made. Um, and he used to keep two pairs on him at all times, just in case. And they were designed basically to uh, preserve his natural lisp, which he had had from a younger age. Apparently he had quite bad teeth in his early 20s. So he'd got used to speaking in a certain way, and these dentures enabled him to continue speaking like that when he got into the uh, later years of life, shall we say. Okay, and, and that's interesting that uh, I suppose he had the option of maybe correcting the lisp. Uh, but opted not to. Yeah, it's, it's an unusual one, isn't it? I, I think it was so that his uh, known way of speaking was kept the same throughout his whole career. Mm. Of course, he was around for quite a long time. Now, and, and, and it's thought these were the dentures he was wearing uh, when he made some of his most famous speeches, including, you know, we'll fight them on the beaches. How do you go most, about proving the provenance of that? Well, these came with very good provenance um, directly from the source of Derek, Derek Cudlip. Um, and as I say, there are three or four known pairs. I believe another one of the pairs is in a museum, the Hunterian Museum in London, the medical museum. And it's rumoured that another one of the pairs was actually buried with him. Ah, oh, right. And so where have these dentures been all this time? Well, they have a bit of provenance. Um, they've previously uh, gone through the auction industry about a decade or so. Uh, but yeah, I guess they've just been stored in a drawer somewhere, maybe a glass jar by the side of a bed. Okay, yeah, who knows? And and did they, when you auction them, I mean, are they in a display case or, or, or the, the the purchaser, do you know what they're, what they're planning to do with them? No, I believe a private collector has bought them and they are actually just stored in a little jewellery box. They're surprisingly small. Uh, they obviously look bigger in the photographs, but they're rather small, so they don't take up much space. 
Yes. Okay. And uh, and those other sets of dentures, uh, do they ever come on the market? Or you said one of them is in a museum. Yes, one of them is definitely in a museum. One of them is believed to have been buried with him. So there's possibly another set, but who knows where they are? Yeah. Is is this your first time selling a set of historic dentures? Funny enough, yes. <laughs> Not something you see every day. <laughs> so I imagine when they came along, you thought, "How do you put a reserve on this?" That that's almost impossible to yeah, do. Yeah, it's thought. certainly it's not something we see very often, as you can imagine. We did obviously have the slight advantage they had sold previously, so we had a very rough idea. But the thing with such items, it's a very niche market. But there are a lot of collectors out there who are willing to spend quite a lot of money to own a piece of such important history. And so, and, so, and they went for eighteen thousand pounds. So did that? Did they go yeah. quickly? Uh, it was a couple of minutes of auctioneering, and our director uh, Liz Paul was auctioneering them at the time. And yeah, there was a couple of bidders in the room. We had a couple of telephone bidders and quite a few bidders on the internet as well from around the world. That's extraordinary. So there was a lot of interest. Niall Fry is an auctioneer and valuer at the Cotswolds Auction Company. Niall, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us on. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.